Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Because when I was talking about boys five years ago, you were telling me I need to focus on my books. And now you expect there just to be a magical man just, just standing in front of my doorstep. So, anyway, let me stop there. Fine. <laughs> I was gonna say. Fam, that's the way I do it. And my mouth is like that as well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. Hi everyone, it's Beatrice. It's Tammy. And it's Sharon. And welcome to the BTS podcast. Pew, pew, pew. Ooh. It's a chapter. <laughs> <laughs> you know the vibes already. You know the vibes already. Oh my God. As you know, on the BTS podcast, we now do a song of the week. So it is my turn to do song of the week. And this week's recommended song is One Day Cold Naughty Girl. I knew you were gonna say that. Mm, <laughs> love that song. Oh my it, it gives me girl. it gives me um talking laugh vibes. Like, <laughs> like that kind of I get actually. Like that kind of like I oh, don't know. One day cold. One day cold. Serious like man. man. Oh, oh, live. Oh yeah, we were all there together. We were all there. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. good. Do you Lit. know what? one of one of the best ones? Well go on. No, you finished. Sorry, I said that was one of the best concerts I've ever been Defo. to. Defo, oh, Defo, top five for twenty top pound. Bam, <laughs> was it twenty pound? We've changed. Bam, it was twenty We've pounds, changed. bruv. We've changed. I think oh, it was like nineteen listen. pounds or something. When I it's told true. you, I love One Day Cold. He he is honestly like, I think he's my favorite Afrobeats artist. Yeah, the only Damn, thing that that's mad. No, he actually is. The only thing because he's got range. He's got yeah, range. Sure, you're right. He you're can right, do it. Right. He can actually sing. Anyway, yeah. the thing that pisses me off about One Day Cold is that he's. I don't want to incriminate myself here. He's so inconsistent. Oh. And it just makes me upset because the fans, we're here. Mm. We're waiting. I'm for just me. thinking, does he do anything else on the side? Is that why he's inconsistent? Um, I think He said he was dropping an EP in like December. Hey. I think, or like I think November, what December, it is. Still haven't seen it. I think what it is, it could be like a confidence thing because he definitely... His his thing has declined from obviously when he was yeah in his back prime in the day because now. he's inconsistent. No, it's not because he's inconsistent. It's because it his last album was um, when I was in first year. Yeah, but that's not. But you're you're forgetting that he doesn't have the backing of Don Jazzy and Maven and all of them anymore. He's literally doing everything by himself. Mm, by like himself. Yeah, when but so is Tua Savage. No, but Tua Savage was with Maven for so long, and then yeah. she got then she went then she got signed to Sony. Um, what you call it? Um, when they call is basically with his own. It's his own label, which is Black Diamond. That's his own. That's his own thing. So it's definitely a lot harder for him. But what I'm saying is, there's bare people that aren't signed. There's Zlatan, there's Naira, 
Okay, oh, come but you, you can't know, be you doing can't You can't compare. How can you not compare? You no, can't. This someone that's new on the scene. We're talking about someone. No, you can't be yes. someone that's no, new on the scene. No, what I'm saying, exactly. That's even more of a comparison because this is somebody that is established. Do you know no, what I'm mean? saying? You're not getting it, basically. Not... How, I, I understand what you're saying. He is inconsistent, but I feel like one of the reasons that he's inconsistent is because he doesn't have all of the backing that he used to have back in the day. When he first came out, he was with Mohit. And then when Mohit basically crumbled, he was now with Maven. And I think there was some sort of, like, disagreements in terms of, like, yeah, Don was. Jazzy Don Jazzy wasn't pushing him as much as he was pushing Dr. Sid and the other one. So that's why he now left Maven and now started Black Diamond. And even after he even left Maven, he was quiet for so long. He, was, he wasn't mm. putting out any music. That's when he now came and did the that album that has um wait, what's, wanted wanted sorry yeah wanted mm. so it is it is different like and it's like it's, he he is even lucky that he even still has fans someone yeah. like the band <laughs> someone like the band like he has fans but like like old fans that want to hear his old music no one wants to hear, hear the his new, new music the new stuff. exactly at least, at least with one day cold people are still checking for him and people still like the new music that he puts out it's it's a, mm-hmm. it's a bit it's a, you can't compare him to like a Naira Mali or a Zlatan those are people that are that are um attracting the youth the the the, the 14 and the 15 year olds that that want to mm. just zanku till they fall to the fall but, to the floor go what? on okay i do like i agree with everything that you've just said like i get that the new kind of style of music is like the Zlatan the Naira like that is capturing like a lot of people the youth and that kind of stuff but with one day, I would say like he's quite similar to like Simi, but I feel like Simi is like as big as she is because she's well, she's number one, she's talented, but then also she's consistent. Like she always has new music. Do you know what I mean? Whereas with one day Cole, like he just you can hear a banger probably in February, and you might not hear a, another single until November. Like how is that? Do you know mm. what I mean? Um, and I get that he doesn't have like the backing and stuff, but what I was saying about the whole Naira. And Zlatan thing is like you don't have to have like a huge establishment behind you because they've blown and they're by themselves. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But I think I think what Tammy, I think what Tammy's saying is that it's it's a conf. I think it's more of a confidence thing. So it's like it's Mm. affected how he is even viewing his own music. If that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like he's a perfectionist as well because he's not just a singer. He's also a songwriter. Like he Mm. writes for other people as well. So we don't even know. Maybe he's Um, written for. Uh, people that we we don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like he's he mm. writes for other people as well. So yeah, he could be quiet, but I definitely think it's a confidence thing. Like imagine you were like one of the biggest stars in Nigeria, mm. and mm. now all these new people. Not saying that he's he doesn't think that the new people are good, but the Nigerian the African the, the, market the is music so is saturated, mm. so saturated. Mm. You're still trying to please your old fans. You're still trying to get new your fans. Old- new fans of these new artists bro exactly mm-hmm. so it's 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 very it's very hard for him and can you imagine that that show that he went to was his first solo can you imagine sh- first solo show yeah that mm. in 2008 was it 2018 fam and wendy yeah. cole has been around for years for him to do not even it was not even like his o2 bricks and o2 indigo fam come on come yeah. on come on like, i just i yeah, I agree with you. I just wish yeah. he, I think 
because obviously like I am like a fan fan like I love hearing his music and he's just so same. talented trust and, me like my auntie already knows she always be messaging me like hey one day calls biggest fan because because <laughs> the thing is do you yeah. know what it is it's not only that he's good at what he does but he's really good at what he does like he mm. can actually sing like when yes. I went to that concert I was like wow this bro those harmonies and, were like, serious was, when he was singing Usher I was like wait a minute Mm, like yeah. wow like I, I like i couldn't believe it like i was he like this was guy like, is actually so talented what song was it that he did like a like uh what's this thing like a mashup to like he like changed it a lot i can't remember what it was but it was just so fantastic mm, oh yeah. my days but fam i can't lie to you i feel sorry for them amazing. artists because it's like not and like i said i'm not even trying to disrespect actually now is my king so let me not say him but when you're hearing people saying google me google me yeah <laughs> how can you and they get it i know it's true it's true and and they've got the backing everybody's yeah how, exactly you, like how is you know it's the networking because if you think like people like dremo and stuff like he has dave doe like he has all these people like pushing no, exactly. but even if you think about they're just the way like nigerian music is nowadays like it your your lyrics don't oh, have to have you. sense no. they don't need to make sense so when it's someone true. who is creative in their craft and is trying to like do you know what i mean when you think when you think when you look at you know one day cole's music and you hear his lyrics and you hear what he's saying like it, it's it's making sense it's do you making know what i mean sense. so you it know it's different yeah it hits differently so i think he just doesn't imagine. want to lose himself and just conform to this whole yeah Oh, yeah. just saying whatever. Even mm. the song, even Iskaba, that doesn't even mean anything. He was mm. slightly conforming, but mm. it was still a hit. They were still, a, was still hit. a hit. He was saying in an interview for that song that, like, he didn't. I think he just it just came like randomly, and I think he was just like freestyling, and then someone was like, "Oh, that was that was actually really good," and he decided to make it a hit. But like, yeah, you're right. Like that was just so out of like his what he normally he does. What he normally exactly. does normal remix, but obviously that, that blew, and so I guess that's exactly what that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's good to conform and try and please your fans, but at the same time, real artists want to put out real music. That's yeah, why. Yeah. That's why, like. Even, even with, like, Dremo and stuff, like, the the rapping songs, they're not doing as well as songs like, like, when he was, when he did Pride with, um, with David Doe, like, mm. those are the songs that people want to hear. Mm-hmm. People, people, mm-hmm. nowadays, people not really trying to hear no lyrics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just trying to hear, they just trying to, they don't want to hear All lyrics. They just want to hear. Tunes, that's what, those are the that's ones what they that wanted. That, and that is most. why, that is why Naira Mali is doing so well so in well. Nigeria but at the same time I love Naramali so and I think that exactly and I think that the lyrics are making sense so <laughs> <laughs> they do make sense though they do they actually do make so that's my recommended song for this week let me know what you guys think if you like the song let us know if you want us to continue doing um song recommendations and even if you don't want to we're still gonna do it (laughs) we're still gonna do it so also i have a playlist if you want to know that get at me i'll send you the link hi everyone it's beatrice it's tammy and it's sharon and welcome to the bts podcast pew, pew, pew. it's a chopper <laughs> you know the vibes already you know the vibes already okay guys so today we were thinking about what we're going to discuss and i think um, following from the kind of conversations we've been having you know that transition from outside of after uni i think is just such a crucial time 
um and uh, today I was deep in that like I've basically nearly been in my job for like two years which is absolutely mad and in like those two years I just feel like so much I've just learned so much about myself what I like what I don't like and I just thought yeah I think that would be like a good topic for us to discuss today so in terms of um dating for example and just like what mm. I like what I don't like you know the <laughs> troubles the, the troubles <laughs> and I feel like people really don't ever talk about you know dating after uni and what it's mm. like because yeah it's just like an unknown an unknown land <laughs> let's just say that <laughs> so yeah I don't know if you guys want to talk about you know your own experiences since uni um and how you've been finding the, you know the single life and dating all them things there well i'm currently still in uni back to finish which mm. is a bit mental just thinking about it like i actually have to return back to my house hmm. and uh stay there <laughs> until, <laughs> until a boy until comes and, <laughs> until a boy comes and carry me out well obviously i'm doing my masters but i still feel like i've finished uni like yeah definitely even though yeah, i'm doing my masters I like it's well. still, I, I still feel like i've done with uni so You've done a grad, bruv. Exactly. So I've already done a graduation. So it is a lot different dating or trying to date, should I say, Mm. like after uni. And your priorities change a lot because you're because mm. in uni you're just like oh yeah i'm just here for a good in not a long time but a good time or something like that like <laughs> i'm only like i'm only here for fun but when you now finish uni you've got your degree your mm. parents are now saying mm-hmm, you know <laughs> not getting any younger you know it's anybody in the works and you're thinking what the hell are you even talking about is there anybody in the works because when i was talking about boys five years ago you're telling me i need to focus <laughs> on my books and now <laughs> You expect there just to be a magical man just just standing on my doorstep. So yeah, it's I feel like dating after uni is a lot harder than when you're in uni. Mm, Does anybody yeah. else agree? Because yeah, I feel like I... there's loads of boys in uni, but then when you come out, you now have like a lot of priorities, and you already know what what you like and what you don't like. So yeah, I don't know. I maybe, agree with go. that. I think like at uni it's just easier in the sense of like everyone lives in the same area Mm. so like it's easy to just be like oh yeah like do you want to go out tonight do you want to go cinema do you want to go restaurant whatever that Mm. kind of thing whereas at in the working world now especially the like the nature of my job I have to travel quite a lot if I want to meet someone also I don't live in London Mm. in Essex so if I want to meet someone it's generally going to happen in London but I don't always work in London and I don't live in London so like meeting up with people is hard like I was chatting to one guy and he was like, oh, he wants to see me fortnightly. I said, fortnightly? How, how is what that kind of business normal? arrangement is this? <laughs> he was like, oh, I want to, he said, he was like, oh, I want to see you as often as possible. I was like, oh, okay, once a month. He was like, oh, maybe more frequent than that. I was like, ah, fortnightly then. Like, <laughs> it can't get more frequent than that because that means I have to think about how I'm going to get to London, all that kind of stuff. It wasn't that I didn't want to see him. Like, I did want to see him. It was just difficult because, because he also... Anyway, let me stop the before I <laughs> myself. <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> <laughs> Hoha, hini hohi. Where does that sound like you got hot? Hot jollof rice. That's the way I do it. And my mouth is like that as well, you know. Hoha, hini hohi. But yeah, just that difference is hard because it's not as convenient. Mm. Like, it's long. I have to actually think about spending money. Mm. Oh, but you know what? I think that when I actually disagree small with what Tammy said. So I actually think that 
I didn't actually know what I liked even during uni because with uni you're just kind of you, you it's kind of a bit of a mini bubble like you just kind mm. of surround with people that are kind of close to you I mean obviously like you could go to like different unis and like let's just say the Midlands was a bubble in itself hey. do you know what I mean <laughs> so like you kind of know generally what kind bubble. of found the biggest bubble the so you kind bubble. of know what people are on like you know somebody that knows somebody that's really good friends with them like do you know what I mean like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of tight but then I personally during uni like yeah cool dated so and so did that whatever cool hmm. But I still didn't know. So and so. Oh my god, active. No, I'm joking. So um I I don't think I really understood what I liked and what I don't like because I was I was just mm. presented with something and it was do I like it? Cool. I didn't really kind of analyze it too deep because I like you said it's like just here, like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna have fun with it, blah 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 blah. But then what happens is when you're now finished uni, obviously like you're back in your family home. And it's like when you're, you know, like you said, Sharon, when you're in uni, it's easy to kind of like meet up with people. But now you have to make like the conscious kind of effort, if that makes mm. sense. Mm. Um, and especially when you're working. Um, and like Sharon said, we kind of had the same kind of role where, you know, it's very ad hoc. You know, your hours can be messy, can be scatty sometimes. You just never, you can never really plan too far and in yeah. too much detail. Um, so it's really hard to, you know, maintain and like, be consistent and I mentioned this in one of my YouTube videos and I was saying that I was dating someone that wasn't in the same kind of field that I was working in and he had shift work so he could easily say he's not working at this time um, and like he'll be free then and like the week it wasn't like he was working Monday to Friday he'll sometimes have like he'll work on the weekends and then have some time off during the week and it was just like I can't do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I, it doesn't fit in with my schedule. So already, just your schedule eliminates so many people. Um, you know that you could basically date. In my opinion, anyway, some people make it work. That's good for you. Well done. Um, but me personally, I feel like it should kind of merge. It should basically merge with my own schedule, and not. I shouldn't have to feel like it's impacted negatively in any way. But in terms of, like, the actual preferences and stuff, it's funny because, like, back in the day, like, if you know me, oh, my God, I'd be like, oh, my God, I like my guys with guns. <laughs> <laughs> I like my guys with guns. <laughs> but you have to start thinking that now when you start, you know, deep in, okay, cool, like, it's actually someone that I'm actually going to marry. It's when that marry phrase comes <laughs> into it, you're like, nah, like, I need someone that's patterned. I need someone that, that can look after me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's so many dependencies that you start to kind of consider when you're on uni, you think I care about that? I bet mm. you look nice. Is your trim shop? But yeah, I feel like dating outside of uni is just a whole thing that people do not even talk about. Like, huh? I think I agree with you. And like, I was, I tweeted this one time that the older I get, the more boxes that me ticking. Because mm. now that I'm older and I understand like <laughs> life, because sometimes uni, you even forget that there's life outside of uni, that mm. you just get entrapped in this bubble. Mm. And you just think that's it. But after uni when you actually like you said you have a job you have all this other stuff all these other priorities and stuff like that you now start thinking like okay cool I need somebody that has a similar mindset to me whereas before it didn't really matter what that person was doing and stuff because you're both in uni uni, then outside of uni when you start working you're like okay no I need someone that actually like will get it do you yeah, know what I mean? Because yeah. I might be like, okay, yeah, cool, I'm down to meet you t- today. And then my, my manager tells me to do something at 5.30. And then I'm like, okay, cool, well, I'm not leaving here until 7. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And mm. I might have to rain check. And if somebody doesn't have a similar working pattern, they might not get it. And that might be an argument. Do you mm. know what I mean? mm-hmm. And I think as well, just like, 
in terms of what I bring to the table I think I now know more about myself so like in uni obviously you don't know what job you're going to get into you don't even know like basically how your life is even going to pan out but when you start to kind of form your own career or like just get an idea of what you want to do for example you kind of know actually sorry if I'm bringing this I want someone to kind of match me Mm. um and it's you know I can't lie to you after uni you start to see people kind of take things differently and and I'm not to say that you know if you come out of uni and you're not 100% sure about where you want to go then it's like a no like that's definitely not what I'm saying but it's about the mindset Mm -hmm. um and I know okay this is what I want to bring and I know that I want my partner to be able to match me and if possible do more obviously you know that's just my own kind of preference so yeah I feel like I've learned so much more about myself what I like what I don't like and even so like small picky things I know that bother me I wouldn't have even thought about before so like mm. for example I went out on a date and it was so funny I went out on a date and like you know for example if when you're going to like a restaurant and you're like just going to the table you're like about to sit down mm-hmm. like the guy didn't even like open the the, the the chair for me which I think normally I'd be like oh whatever like I'm an independent woman I can do whatever I want but when <laughs> obviously you're dating like you need to make it if you're not making an effort now when mm. will you make an effort yeah like, never fam, he didn't open the, the chair for me and I was like okay cool let me open it myself sorry <laughs> he didn't pull out the chair um and I'm like okay cool like okay I'll, I'm just gonna let that go and then what annoyed me the most is that he didn't wait for me to analyze the menu before calling the waiter over oh, no. and it's just like small things like that you know I think now we That's are looking rude. honestly we're now looking out for small things and it's like we understand now that and this is me personally those small mannerisms you need to understand it now because they actually don't go away so you know like when you're Mm. in uni you'll be thinking oh this person's like maybe their room's a bit messy whatever man it's just like uni everyone's being free no 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 i bet if you go back to their home where they're living that is scatty their pants is on the floor here they're doing something (laughs) else over there do you know what i mean so i Mm. feel like there's so many small things that is there any like small things that you guys have noticed that like from the other sex that you just like Mm -hmm. nah like i can't i can't stand it oh it's not even small to me this is this is very flipping massive (laughs) hygiene Hmm. hygiene to me it's important to everybody where it should be anyway like it's very flipping important and it's just that i just can't even oh my god i don't know because I'm a bit different when it comes to like dating, like because at the end of the day, I know that there's some things that people can't change, but there's some things that people can change or they can improve on. Like I don't know, like they, like Sharon said, there are some things like when it comes to like hygiene, like yeah, you need to be clean, like <laughs> you need to be clean, like you mm-hmm. cannot not be clean, like you need to mm-hmm. have personal hygiene. But then there's some things where it's like yeah, like over the years it could possibly become better i don't know what but you guys it could think. get worse <laughs> that's the thing it's a risk. It's a, risk. risk it's a risk it depends on the stuff like okay if the person is if it's like i don't know he's not very good at texting but in person it's fine mm. then that kind of thing i can overlook it because if i'm going to end up being with that person anyway like we're going to be living together mm. and i know that it's not communication all around it's communication in one area which i'm not very good at replying text myself so maybe that's why i like I don't think that's a huge problem so that's fine but something like oh my days like I saw um this video going around on Twitter today and I think this was this is like a hygiene thing as well but this woman was basically videoing her house and she was saying that um 
she's not picking up anything that she hasn't left out mm. and so it was just all the stuff her husband had left out she was leaving it there because she was like I come home every day and I have to clean up after this guy every single mm. day mm. so then somebody said in the comments and the house was a tip by the way and they had a little baby boy and he was just literally sitting in the mess and somebody said in the comments like oh um not to be rude or anything but like is it that your husband works and you're a stay-at-home mom she she was like I wish I work 40 hours a week and he's a stay-at-home dad can you imagine? Oh, I think I saw that video. Was it yeah. like a TikTok? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a TikTok. Yeah, and like the it was the kitchen. Was it the kitchen that she okay, videoed? No. Oh, that was a different one. That was a different one. Oh, there's too many. I'm for me, for me yeah. one thing is, uh, you have to know how to dress. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You have to mm-hmm. know how to dress. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, like Don't the thing is, me. I'm not even telling you to be Balenciaga, Balenciaga. Mm. On the weekend, it could be Prada. Like, who's <laughs> that done? Shut down the whole place in the like Louis, Louis Vuitton. Vuitton like... like, I'm not telling you to do all of that, but what I'm saying is, please, if you're wearing uh, white Air Forces, don't go and wear black sock. Oh, don't go and no. wear black sock. Stop it! Stop it! Like, who is doing that? Stop <laughs> it! <laughs> if I start to talk. To be yeah. honest, I don't really go for guys my age anyway. So if I'm looking, or if I'm looking at, if you're if you're in the 28, 27 mm. kind of age, please, mm. you've had enough time. Life after uni has been like five years. Is that she's so true? <laughs> please, <laughs> please know how to dress. Please. Oh, <laughs> having this conversation with my mum because you know my mum's very concerned as to you know my attitude towards dating. <laughs> Me too. I'm concerned. <laughs> everyone says this but my mum was saying that she thinks that you know I focus on the material stuff a bit mm. too much and I and I understand you know I'm at fault yes I do like a German car I know I'm gonna say it yes I'm gonna say oh it again I you'll do. hear this in every episode yes I ah. do like it okay it's not a fu- it's not a crime all right but I was saying to her that when I say that I want like you know I joke about it but it's more about the mindset and I know I, I keep on saying mindset but what I mean is for example I like the idea of working hard and treating yourself to something nice yeah so you know with that car with my own car for example I didn't get it immediately I came out of uni obviously I had a different car and obviously I worked I've worked basically two years before I got this my car that I have now and it's just like you know I think it's fine to treat yourself to nice things and I Mm. don't want it to be a case where don't get me wrong I know that you can balance each other in a marriage but I don't want it to be that the person that I'm with sees me making that as a careless or something that's not Oh you know, yeah, like good. A careless, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, a like a careless spend, like, oh, a no, careless you buy. You could have, you could have used that money on a down payment on a mortgage. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? And I get yeah. that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, because I obviously, for example, you know, I I really want to be able to, you know, have my own house in the next two years. That's yeah. something that's on my on my goal list. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like, I don't think that you know me being with someone that understands that it's okay to treat yourself as well. Mm. that for me is so crucial and i like cars so that's something that i enjoy but with you it doesn't have to be cars it could be like yeah, you like you could like a watch or you could like exactly. you know go in a holiday or stuff like that do you know what exactly. i mean so it's different for each person but if you genuinely can't 
understand the idea of treating oneself then we're just not going to be on the same way yeah. Yeah. so that's what i mean when i say that i will like you know when i see a guy that has like a car and i've seen that oh yeah he's works for it and he's used that to treat himself i know that we're kind of thinking the same way that's just what mm. you know, i think about when i when i say the german the german drive <laughs> but i think on that though like it's like you've already said it but like it doesn't have to be a German. Maybe mm. he treats himself in other ways. So. Yeah. yeah. In this life, you can't come and kill yourself. Honestly, like you need, you need me. to have. And I think everything that's been happening right now that can't take a break. Yeah, like with with everything that's happened with this coronavirus, with Mm. these loads of people dying and things like that, people passing away. Like, it just makes you realize that yes, chasing this um, financial freedom and all Mm. that stuff is good, but along with the chase let's live our lives let's Honestly. not let's not get to 30 or 40 and just think wow like all my youth i could have done this i could have done that like mm. could have gone to this place but no i chose not to go there because i didn't want to spend 13 pounds 70 because <laughs> if, if i don't spend 13 pounds 70 a day or or a week or whatever i won't make the five thousand pounds i could have saved to then by december 31st <laughs> And it's just like, okay, yeah, like, you know, there's people on Twitter that, oh, if you don't, oh, if you didn't God. spend that five pounds then, well you done. could have had 10,000 pounds by the mm. end of 2022. Mm. And that could have been part of your down payment on, on a your mortgage. House, like, yes, that's all fine. But at the end of the day, this life is only one. We only have, mm. we, we only have one, mm. one chance in this life. So, yes, let's use our life to serve God, to praise God. But mm. well, let's also live our lives and try and have fun while we're doing it not everything has to be about money sometimes i prefer moments i prefer moments to things like Mm. i prefer to go like a holiday or i prefer to go to like a concert and stuff that's why that's where most of my money goes to especially like Mm. to do with like concerts and stuff so that in terms of like you might splurge on having a car me Mm. i'll splurge on going to every single concert that i want (laughs) to go to for the whole Mm. of the year and that's Mm. just my thing like I couldn't be with someone that could be like, oh, like, why would you want to go to a concert? Like, could you just just listen to the music at home? Yeah, yeah, you don't want to risk it, release the 50 pounds to get, oh, who spends 50 pounds to get? Who spends 50 pounds? (laughs) Me. I spend, me, 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 me. I spend spend that money because Mm. it's my money and I can do what I want with my money. So, Mm. yeah, definitely. I understand that point in someone always telling you, oh, you shouldn't shouldn't be splurging on that. Don't tell me what to do. I think on the like I agree with all of you guys and like for me my vice is kind of like holidays listen Mm. if I could holiday six months in the year I absolutely would like I Mm. just love being abroad that's my thing Mm. but I think as well just on the counter argument like I also need to be with somebody that's a good steward of money like Mm. not someone that just spends all their money anyhow because there's gonna be a time where we actually need the down payment for the mortgage yeah exactly but you've now gone to go and buy six ap's so now Mm. we don't have it Mm. or like for example i would love for my children to be like privately educated and if somebody like doesn't take care of their money and stuff or like Mm. doesn't shoot their money or just thinks all their money is just theirs and it doesn't need to be like for the family or whatever Mm. it is then Mm. that's gonna that's gonna be a whole other problem definitely definitely and i think something else just in terms of like dating i think i'm paying more to i think we kind of touched on this in in the previous episode um the whole kind of merging with my family i think is so Mm. important now and the family that they come from oh Mm. my gosh Mm. like for me it's just been highlighted so much because fam if you're not from a family that okay I don't want to say someone's family is bad but do you know what I mean like 
and yes. obviously like some people you can't you, you can't blame someone for the family they're in but there's some families that it's just like ah, the wahala otipoju. let me just yeah, <laughs> me just yeah. Like, yeah. it's actually too much so that's something for me that i've realized is that i actually always kind of want to know okay how is your family like like are you guys close are you family orientated like how mm. welcoming would they be for like to me for example um yeah those sort of things i don't know why like in uni i would never think about it when i'm like seeing someone i would never think oh yeah like i wonder how their families are i'm always just focused on them but when you're back at home and like or when you're like just done with education you're thinking about your future you know i think those kind of that kind of aspect then comes Mm. into play Mm. i really don't think i could be with some like i don't i don't know I, i i'm saying this as a single person so maybe like this isn't true but at the moment my feeling is like I don't think I could be with someone whose parents don't like me like what am I doing there mm. do you know what I mean like, mm. I, <laughs> your mum is rolling her eyes every time I walk through the door like I don't have to, to do the but I prefer I prefer and Kemi that you had last time or something oh. like that do you know I, I couldn't I couldn't do yeah it, because I would love for like my mother-in-law to basically be my second mom and I would love for like my brothers and sisters-in-law to like basically be my brothers and sisters not that mm. it's Christmas and I'm thinking oh my gosh now we have to go to people's house <laughs> yeah so true yeah and just values as well like your family values all that stuff is so important yeah. so so important it, and it and even though like in this day and age like um it's very common for parents not to be together or someone to be divorced. Like, and even though I'm not saying that I can't date someone whose parents are, are not together, like they have mm. to know I can do that, but it all, it all, it all does have an effect on yeah. how, how I would be if I was with someone whose parents are not together. Not only parents are not together, parents don't even like each other anymore. Like they don't Ooh, even speak to like because um my parents went to a, a wedding where both sets so both parents mm, of the bride and the groom they were divorced. Mm. So imagine in the <laughs> at the, the wedding, do you know mm. the traditional one? Because you know like the the bride's family dances in first and then yeah. the groom's family. <laughs> It was the mom dancing in first. <laughs> it was now the dad of the bride dancing in first. Okay. Then it was the mom of the groom dancing in, <laughs> dancing in. By the time that they've all danced in, people are thinking, where the hell are the bride and the groom? Because this one that was so many dancing. And they're all sitting on different... Because you know normally that you'd sit, they you'd sit, together. you'd sit all no, together. They're all me. sitting on different parts of the oh thing. Day. And I wow. think now the, the the parents have now got new spouses as well. So oh. they've got their... So you already know, you already know how it is. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but... It all, it, all, it all adds to the complication. Like, imagine, so it'll now be your mom's friends. Your dad's separate friends. Then it'll be the group, your your boyfriend's mom's friends. It'll hmm. be your boyfriend's... Uh, and then now their own spouse. They have their own yeah, friends. They have their own friends. friends as well. Like, oh, just you're just thinking, oh, like, oh, all this for the whole wedding, you're just praying, oh, God, please don't let anything Don't let anybody, bad don't let anybody bad happen. Don't let someone look at someone in the wrong way. Anyhow, Anyhow, yeah. Yeah. Don't, oh, and then you know now with Nigerians, oh, no, we can't wear the same material as the oh, ex-husband, though. Oh, no, I can't oh, wear that one. I have to wear the one with sparkly, sparkly zigzag. He has to wear the one with sparkly stripes. No, sorry, I'm not doing the same. 
No, the gele has to be different. Have, have you not seen his new wife? No, we can't have the same gele. Uh-huh. Hey, I don't think wait. Like, what's going on? That's but actually so funny. It all has it, not saying that it's a bad thing, but mm. obviously, it's it does have it's an effect. Complicated. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it just makes everything a bit more complicated. So when my parents came back and told me, I was just like, ah. hey, hey, kill a leg, kill a leg. But that's just how life mm, is. Life guess. is sometimes. I think for me as well, I'm only 5'3", so when I say I want a guy that's taller than me, like, I'm not asking for the moon and the stars, do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I would like for a guy to be taller than me when I'm wearing heels, personally. But Mm. you know what, and this is even something I was going to say, like, if you know me before, I'd be, when I say I'd be screaming from the rooftops, I'd be shouting from the mountains that, like, my guy has to be six foot four, six foot five. Because obviously I'm a tall babe, so I'm basically five foot nine. And don't get me wrong, like ideally I would still want someone that's like as tall as me. But when I look at the my history, I can't really talk too much. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm waiting for you to get fam, there. I can't but even talk But even too much. saying that, where are the six foot five guys? Because I'm there no seeing them. And they can't dress, the ones that are there. Oh. <laughs> I'm not even checking for them. I'm not even checking for them. I'm not checking for them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Exactly. But yeah, oh, so like I realized that you know there's a lot of things that I definitely kind of had that mindset before. Like oh my god, yeah, like he needs to be this, needs to be that. I remember I was like oh yeah, um, I really want a guy that's like got like abs and like has to be really like well defined. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I'm still someone that really would like to be with someone that is that goes to the gym Watch and sees it, yeah, yeah, and sees that as an outlet because I see it as an outlet too. So I think it will be enjoyable. But, you know, there's so many, phys- the physical aspects I've realised, you know, it doesn't actually matter as much because that's not what's going to hold your relationship mm. together. Yeah. Um, that's interesting because mine's mine is probably the complete opposite to you. Really? I think, not the complete opposite, but I definitely, before, when I was at uni, it was like, oh, I don't really care like, what he looks like, like how tall he is. <laughs> Please, just why as, you that voice? Just as long as he's nice. He just needs to be a nice person. Mm. But no, I'm sorry, since then, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know, no. experiencing Hell other no. things. <laughs> I was like, Mm-mm, I need to be attracted to you, I'm sorry. Like, oh, okay, come I on, that's to... almost No, 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 no. I mean, not just attract because attraction can be anything mm-hmm. it can be physical it can be emotional intellect all that kind of stuff i need to look at you and think you're pain yeah that's your face though but like okay not so... necessarily oh okay oh like so wait be... so what is it then mm. what do you mean just face what is it then? <laughs> what is it then? <laughs> you guys are disgusting <laughs> do you mean when you say face i mean like the whole person do you know what i mean okay like oh yeah obviously facially but like height body dressing that all comes into it before okay. i didn't really care too tough like it was like as long as he's honestly when i tell you it was just as long as he's nice mm. anything else it doesn't matter hey if you're black that's a plus if you're nigerian if that's a plus if you're yoruba that's a plus but it was oh. literally just being a nice person even just going on like continuing with the whole dating preferences and stuff i don't know why it's a crime to want to be with someone that has money and like people always say that oh yeah it's materialistic and stuff but if you're wanting to enjoy in a particular way and that's your way of having fun and bonding with someone, if they can't give that to you and you have the ability to do that for yourself, mm. you know, I don't see why it's kind of like, it's not okay to kind of, well, sorry, it's not okay to say, actually, I don't really think we'll, we'll suit each other, if mm. that makes sense. Because, you know, if I'm someone that, for example, I love going on holidays and I obviously have the money to go on whatever holiday I want to go on, 
if someone for example can't match me in that way for me personally I don't I mean I I don't mind you know paying a little bit towards whatever you have to pay but that's more when you're in the relationship itself but when you're like before that early stage when you're still getting to know you're still dating I feel like you know it's okay to want to say you want someone that's got a bit of money um Mm. that's willing to kind of part with it to enjoy the dating process because I'm someone where it's like I enjoy dating um and I enjoy going out I enjoy catching up I enjoy drinks I enjoy this and like if you don't value that as an enjoyment, you're going to obviously see spending money as a burden. Yeah. Mm, so yeah. we're not going to see eye to eye. So yeah. therefore, I want to be with someone that has the money and and is able to, and is okay to part with it for the sake of enjoying a date. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I think the only thing with that is, in principle, I agree with you, but I think the only thing with that is that, like, some people might not reach their financial, uh, what is it, like, height or peak mm. or whatever until they're maybe like 40 so it's not I don't know I think like then there just kind of needs to be a bit of a balance like obviously I want someone that has money so that when it's time to like you said go out and stuff like I don't have to be thinking like oh my okay okay we have to go to Nando's mm. because he can't actually afford to go to like um somewhere else mm. do you know what I mean like that is a burden and personally for me i would love for my husband to be the breadwinner because i just feel like if i'm the breadwinner that's gonna cause issues in the house mm. oh sorry just even going on that topic i don't know if you guys saw pastor adeboye's tweet no basically no, it was his wife's birthday and I, I was having this conversation with my parents and it really got me mad absolutely fuming it was his wife's birthday and he obviously started off the tweet and said you know happy birthday to my beautiful wife or whatever and then she he basically said that she is the woman she is because of me right I was like okay let me not say anything let me is that how he said yes yes I said okay let me go and read the tweet properly let me go and see so he basically said this and he said I'm gonna read it he said no matter how educated or successful you are your husband is your head and you must regard him as that as as such at all times it is a terrible thing for a husband to feel his wife is his head Many men are misbehaving are misbehaving in their marriages simply because they want to establish that they are the head of their wives. Also, my wife is my number one fan. And then he goes on to say something along the lines of, when the, I need to give instructions, her response is yes, sir. Now, mm-hmm. my problem, I have a, obviously, I, oh, have, a nice issue, yeah, so. I have a bare issues with that. But, you know, there is definitely some kind of truth in the sense that Men do. I don't care what people say. Men do have an issue with women being the breadwinner. And I'm not talking the case where we're all like, okay, one person's earning 100K, one person's earning 120. I'm not talking about where you're both fine. I'm talking about where someone is struggling or someone is not happy with where they are and then someone who is like doing really well in their career. Mm. And I just think that, you know, there's a lot of issues that happen and a lot of issues that can arise. And for me mm. personally, I don't have the time for that because I, mm. my ambitions are big. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, mm. My ambitions are actually big and I don't have time to be trying to dim, dim it down for someone. Mm. Mm. Um, I saw a tweet last week, I think, um, and this girl was basically saying that she's been with her boyfriend, now fiancé, for about five years. Mm. Um, but she... Um, 
like had just landed a job in a law firm mm. where she'd been mm. earning more than her fiance. I think she said triple. And... I think she said more than double or something. Yeah, she said more than double, something like that. Like yeah. it was a vast difference anyway. Mm. Um, and basically, he was telling her not to take the job. Yeah. So that he that because it would make him feel anyway. Long story short, they broke up. Oh, did they actually did they actually break up? Yeah, yeah. they she broke said up. They, yeah, they cancelled the um wedding and they like cancelled the engagement. And she was like, "I'm gonna spend the rest of the weekend um crying and watching trash movies or something like that." I and I was like, "Look me. at pride! Like you're gonna really let someone that you've loved for the last five years walk away just because she earns more than you? Like this is why I just want my husband to be a breadwinner. Like mm. it's just to avoid, just it's to avoid I mean? situations like that. That is serious. I didn't know they actually broke up though. Yeah, yeah they, they did broke too. up. Mad. Yeah, no, nah, sorry, I can't I can't be dealing with that. I'm so sorry. I'm really man. bad at managing people's ego. Like I would just let you do you. Do you know what I mean? I don't I don't have time to be sacrificing my own kind of happiness to match someone. Like that's just not me at all. That's um, why like in terms of like jobs and stuff, like people always get onto me when I say this, but I've always said like <laughs> ideally in an ideal I know world, what this we know say. what you're gonna say. In an ideal world. I would not want to work. Like, mm. if I'm talking about an ideal world where everything is what I want it to be, I, I don't, mm. I don't, I don't want to work. Mm. I'd rather my husband go and work, and I'll be taking care of the kids, or mm. with, or like he's he's got a really good job that is able to financially support the whole family and then some. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So mm. that's just me in an ideal world. I'm not saying that that's what. It's going to happen because mm. it's probably not because I like to be in control of things as well. Mm. So I'm just saying in an ideal world, I'd want to be a housewife. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> I, that idea to me is just, it's, I could, I could, I feel like I could do that role. But mm. at the same time. The only thing I have, the on, only, like, on. I get you, like, in an ideal world, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I think my issue is just, like, I hate asking for stuff. Yeah. So what do I have an allowance? Is it, <laughs> See, this is my me, issue. Yeah, yeah, an allowance. yeah. Do I just use the? We have a joint account. I just use the money for whatever. Like, what happens mm. if I want to buy a car? What if happens mm. if I want to buy a new bag? Do I have to ask you because it's your money? Like, mm. I don't want to be asking anybody for anything. See, yeah, yeah I was going to say that yeah. my ideal world. I get that. I get where you're coming from, and I and I think that the enjoyment side of it, I definitely exactly. want to. Exactly. But yeah. my issue, my my ideal world would be that you know i would have worked a bit or i would have done something that would have basically guaranteed me a lifetime source of income Mm -hmm. yes and then i can live my life comfortably because i don't know i'm not really one that you know i mean we're going to talk about marriage another time i guess but you know i always have to think i always have it back of my mind you know what happens god forbid but if something were to happen god forbid let's mm. say your partner not even just about divorcing but let's say god forbid like maybe they, they lose their job or you know what i mean something just mm. drastically changes your situation mm. what are you gonna do mm. um and how comfortable are you and that's the reason why for me like having my own sort of income is just so important to me that like mm. yeah exactly. that's why that's why for me like when i think about my career goals obviously like you know no one wants to work forever but for me it's just that having that constant income for me is what kind of keeps me going yeah um and yeah, yeah i don't know i think as well like when i think about it because i'm like this is all like on oh, my days work is so stressful like i just want to marry rich and just live a happy life mm. like i just joke about that but when i think about it, i'm like okay so obviously taking care of the kids okay but what am i going to do all day mm. like 
I'll be taking care of the kids, but then it's like I'm a full time mum, and then it's like sometimes you like lose yourself. Well, yeah. I've heard yeah. it. Obviously, yeah. I don't know this, but I've heard it said that like you kind of lose yourself in the role of being a mum. Like you almost feel like it's just your responsibility yeah. to be a mum and a wife. And also, I think that job of being a mum, full time mum, is actually difficult. Like it's you actually so are cleaning every day, you're cooking every day, you're taking this the kids to school you're gonna run home make their lunch run back get them then run back feed them make mm. sure that your husband yeah. has food when he comes home so that he can like it's not easy no, and it's so not. for me i also think okay i'm gonna be a full-time mom full-time wife and it's like i don't really have any goals then like what mm. am i working towards like at yeah. least with work you're like okay cool after this i'm gonna be senior this principal mm. this yeah. managing director like there's there's stages i feel like living a life where it's like what's next like i'm married i've got kids mm. am i just waiting for my kids to grow up and Didn't get you? married and have grad kids like mm. do you know what i mean yeah. i don't know in theory it sounds lovely and then in principle it's kind of like mm. yeah my mind my mind would not would i just go insane i won't lie to you i love kids yeah but my life surround being like <laughs> determined by my kids in terms of like every single second <laughs> good if your friends aren't doing that as well then it's kind of like you can't yeah. even meet up with them because like for example i was off today and i was really thinking like is there nobody I can see? But I actually can't see anyone because everybody's working. Yeah. But like, if you're a full-time mum and all your friends are working, like, like mm. there's nothing to do. You still have to wait until the weekend until everyone's free to really enjoy anyway. What do you guys think about, like, dating outside of, like, your race, for example? No. <laughs> How are you going to just say no? How are you going to just say no? <laughs> That's the answer to the question. So what is the reason... <laughs> What is the reason? <laughs> but one of one of the biggest reasons is I don't want to have to explain to um a person that is not black about the struggles that I have to do with my race. I don't have mm. time to be explaining all oh, the reason why this is like that and yeah, I can explain it to them a thousand times, but will they ever truly understand? Mm. I don't think so they could want to understand or they could um, empathize with me, but they'll never truly understand. If I was to be with a white guy and we got married and we had children, my, my husband would not be able to tell my child how it is to face um, mm. discrimination. discrimination, stuff like that. You, you, you couldn't, you couldn't, you wouldn't be able to tell her or him Like you wouldn't be able to tell them because you have never experienced it. You could tell them about your white privilege that mm. they would never have, and that's about it. Mm. <laughs> I ain't gonna like, like you never have. That's that. deep, though. It's it's it's, it's, it's true. That's one of the reasons why I can't date outside my race. Mad. See, for me, I would say I can, um, because um, I don't know if you guys have watched. There's this couple, and they have like a YouTube channel, and they were just talking about like, um things that they kind of wish they knew before marriage or like how they place uh, how they view certain things within their marriage and then I was deep in that for me the most important thing is my faith so um I feel like don't get me wrong like culture and everything and again we touched on this previously culture plays a big part and I definitely love my culture and I want to celebrate it and I want it to continue within my family but for me ultimately I feel like I not that I can compromise but like if we have the same faith you know that being a Christian is all about showing love. And if you really are a Christian, I feel like mm. because of the love that you would have not only for your partner, but obviously that love will be for their family, mm. it's easier to kind of 
know want to know more about them um, and be mm. more understanding and more open to it because what I realize is when you see these people who are you know dating outside of their own race and there's no religion involved then it's difficult because kind of like what do I owe like what is there like do you know what I mean like mm. what do I owe you I don't owe you anything kind of thing but with when you're both when you're both Christian and you both understand that like this is a union before Christ and it's like you really need to join two families together and you know that love and that godly love is there I think it works. I think that's what I think that's what's the missing piece when people who marry outside of their races they're they're lacking. Um, so mm. that's why I think that I genuinely could definitely date someone out of my race, um, as long as the mm. faith thing is there. Um, and I'm definitely I'm open to actually knowing more, and I enjoy it. You know, for example, I have friends that are Asian, and I loved I love their culture like genuinely I think it is beautiful like obviously I know that you know I'm not really going to just put it on Dubai and stuff but like you know I I love I just love their culture I think it's beautiful I love the it's family orientated there's a lot of similarities yeah and there are definitely, definitely a lot of differences differences as well not to not to say that this is exactly the same but there are a lot of similarities um with mm. that race um with that um race so you know yeah I'm definitely open to dating outside my race as long as the religion part is is solid I think my mine is like a mixture kind of like before I'm black I'm a Christian mm. personally to me however when another person looks at me the first thing that they see is the fact that I'm black they don't know I'm a Christian so on the one hand I'm like okay yeah my faith and then my kind of ethnicity but mm. to other people it's, they don't see it like that mm. because obviously I don't have Christian written on my forehead mm. I think for me my preference would be to marry a black Christian because mm. there's less education needed there. I think it depends on the type of person you are and like how patient you are and mm. stuff like that. Mm. Because you there is a lot of teaching if that person hasn't already gone to it's... educate themselves. If they've gone to educate themselves, then obviously there's there's a bit of a gap, there's a smaller gap that you need that you need to bridge. Mm. Um but I think also being comfortable with the notion that they will just never understand. Like but so can, can I just also just interject that even though you're saying there's teaching, but there's also you have to do learning of their side. And I feel like yeah. people tend to focus on oh yeah it's me having to teach them but you also are joining into their family. Um mm. so you also need to be you know when you love someone you would also want to you know fit in where they are and be comfortable there so you also have to do a lot of learning it's both ways yeah, yeah I, I agree with you yeah, but just to like add context to what I'm talking about right now I'm talking about a white person when it comes to like Asians and stuff I feel like that's a whole different narrative because they understand discrimination as well of course maybe not to like the same extent that black people do but they mm. obviously do get it so yeah that's different I'm talking about a white person now and okay. yeah like obviously we would have to learn a bit but we live in England I'm not yeah. saying that okay. we live yeah, in no, England that's that's that well. we get yeah. everything mm. but we are brought up in British culture we yeah. go to in British schools yeah. our workplaces is like we know more of their culture than they will probably ever most is there even a the, culture but yeah say no more. yeah we, hey. we know <laughs> oh my gosh we know more of their culture and way of life than most people would ever know of ours because yeah. most people don't have like any any black friends mm. any black family do you know mm. what I mean so I think for me like absolutely if God said no nah, this is this is your husband and his name's Billy I would be like okay well God if that's what you're saying that's what I'm gonna do but my preference from like my own human understanding is mm. like okay like I want a life where like 
I can come home to my husband and be like, I just had the worst day at work. Like my manager really just doesn't get it. Like, and stuff. And he would be like, yeah, like I actually understand. Whereas my friend was telling me that she was watching this movie and I'm not sure if it's a true life story, but she, her boyfriend was, or fiance, whatever, was white. And she was trying to explain it to her, her fiance and her fiance was like, oh, not again. Mm-hmm. And she was like, can you what? imagine? That's and he, he was like, yeah, not this again. Like I've had a hard day at work and all you do is complain about this. And, and she had to like educate him in that moment. And it's like, imagine you're already hurting. For example, everything that's happened with George Floyd, yeah? Imagine you're already hurting and then you're in your household and your husband just doesn't get it. And you have to explain why it's hurting, why, why you're crying. And he's like, yeah, but the man's abroad. Like, it's not happening. He... Listen, I think because I've done the educating in my firm for like the last like few weeks and stuff. And it's been encouraged. Like, it's been nice to do it, but it's not something I could keep up with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's something I could do every day. Yeah. Mm. Okay, guys. So I think we're just going to wrap up there. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Let us know if you have any kind of suggestions as to like topics that you want us to cover. Yeah. So my name's Beatrice. My name's Tammy. And I'm Sharon. And thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com